welcome to Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. We're here. It's the big week. I, it feels like we haven't seen each other in a long time. I know. Time, but it's it, not true. It's because it's, it's a big week. It's a big and week. And we've been like anticipating the premiere. We've been anticipating getting to talk about the premiere. Yes. It's a it's a real absence made the heart oh, fonder. Man, oh man, guys. Happy premiere week. Happy premiere week. And Season what? 16. Season 16. Can oh you believe boy. it! I really enjoyed it. I had a blast. Oh, we're gonna get to it. I but. can't wait. So many new things. So much to talk about. <sighs> but in the meantime, how's my friend? Good. What? What have you been doing? I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking, what do I do? I went to Disneyland. Last oh shit! Week. That's right. Yeah. How was it? It was fun. You know. What you, were the highlights? The highlights were. Um, I got a little sunburn. Yeah, I see a little pink on the cheek. <laughs> a little pink, cheek. A little pinky cheeky. Uh, I went with a, We went with a, a group of UCB people, and then my friend Allison, who is uh, I'm going to name drop. She's on a million little things. Oh, the actress I played basketball with. You must be referring yes, to. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so she's in town from Vancouver for a bit. Oh, and that's so where she, they shoot that. Okay. Yeah. So she uh, came with us and. Uh, Pam Murphy, Will Hines, All John stars. Flynn. All stars. And it was our friend Will Hines's first time. It was his first time to Disney? I I think so, yeah. Oh my God. And it was his first time to Disneyland, but the f- definitely first, so I don't know if it was like of all Disney, but okay. so it was really exciting just to see him enjoy stuff. And at the end of the day, we're trying to be like, what are we going to, because we needed to leave for some reason because people plan poorly. That's rude anyways go on um no judgment. it was no judgment, also, no judgment i was no judgment. so exhausted that i was like glad to sometimes leave. it is sort of nice to be like yeah i was like i want to stay all night then i was like but also i'm so tired oh, so i walked nine miles i, I truly truly six and a half miles yeah. in like six hours that's my favorite part is checking the little pedometer at I the end of like, the day and you're like holy shit Seventeen thousand steps jesus yeah. um so we needed to leave and they were, they were trying to decide what should will do before we leave and i was like i think he's really gonna like star tours classic classic and boy did he i bet he did it so much that he wanted to listen to the star wars theme song on the way really? home really <laughs> you cute. knew it was cute yeah that's one of my very favorites it's fun. classic all of it's fun i <laughs> You guys do both parks? No, we only did the one. That's great. There were so many people there. Yeah. I don't know why. They're disgusting. Spring break, I think, right? Maybe the end. You know what I did that I've never done? Uh -uh. I did that riverboat cruise. Oh, the jungle, the jungle cruise. No, the river boat. I it's don't like know a that. Steam. Oh, the big old steamboat. Yes. Yes. I've never <laughs> done that either. I was. They're like, let's do it. And I was like, all right. Why what not? is it? What happens? You just go around in a circle. Go around and the little in the back, there's a bunch of uh animatronic native americans that i'm not sure feel of 2019 there's a couple vestiges of a different time yes. still floating around the park it's that you're so like funny I don't love it we were trying to explain to will like as we were going through pirates of the caribbean we're like okay see this looks like an auction to sell chickens <laughs> it used to be an auction to sell wenches wenches yes yes so it was sex slavery it was a sex <laughs> trade and there used to be there is now it's 
you see women chasing men with a broom like they've stolen something. But it used to be men chasing women trying to grab their butts. Yes. Yes. Different times. It was different times. And by the way, let's just call that out. That was within the last decade for sure. Maybe five years even. I think it's been within the last five, six years. Yes. That they made those changes in that ride. Uh, it's it's amazing to me the idea of like how much of our life we grew up just watching that and being a kid and being like yay yeah, cute cute she doesn't want him <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna make her <laughs> Pirates Gone are with funny. the Wind is crazy if you think about that scene where uh, he doesn't he rape her I don't actually think I've ever seen it if I'm okay. being honest but he, he's shaking her about and then he spanks her and takes her upstairs oh I and see in the morning she's, she's in a better mood <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. That's the secret. They don't want us to know. Yeah. When Tim gets in from tour, he's going to toss you around, spank you. Yeah. And the next day you're going to have less of a lip come out, smoking a cigarette, being a great wife. Oh, it's just a charming version of assault. Yes. It's sweet. Um, Disney approved. But now it's a different time now. Uh, well, good for them for slowly joining. Yes. Um, such a funny company, Disney. They own so, everything now. I know, but it's also this weird thing where they're like one of the more progressive companies and have been for so it's long. Very, you know? Yeah. I worked, I did the college world program. Oh, yes. In yes, Disney yes. in like 2002. And I remember, I know this for any young listeners, you're going to be like, yeah, no big deal. But in 2002 like one of my coworkers, this guy who said his name was jim s jim s it was just james with two s's <laughs> uh, and i am pretty sure he had butt implants back hell in- yes uh, yes um and he he was married and he said that he you know it was very that he liked working for disney because it was the what the only company that he could think of that would give his partner his yeah. husband famously benefits. that they were like i think one of the very first if the first like big company uh that did that and yeah. that they had they've had gay day at disney yes. for so mm-hmm. long like it is a there's so much about disney that is like so retrograde and and rough and then there's as a company there's like a lot of very they've like been ahead of the curve on a lot of stuff it's very weird and i think a lot of it is they see dollar signs in it but yes whatever yes it's like i remember reading a thing about how like the there was like a sudden awakening to the fact that like um, particularly like middle-aged and older gay men are like the dream financial demographic, particularly for travel. Yes. And that the, suddenly businesses were like getting very woke mm-hmm. um, to, especially because the idea, especially of like, you know, couples who have dual incomes and no children and like have great taste and want to go travel, want really nice things that it's like to not care about that consumer is like to go after them for that is crass and gross. But it's also from a business perspective, like who are you? What are you thinking? What are they called? Dinks? Is that a word? Dual income, no kids. Oh, I've never heard of that. A dink. A dink. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm a sink. Single income, no kids. (laughs) Yeah. I think, well, we, I'm a dink then. You're a dink. I'm a dink. Yeah. Ooh. Dink, no twink. Dink. That didn't work. <laughs> Wait, what would twink mean? No. Two wives. Two wives. No in- income. No kids. No kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What have you been up to? How is um, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I had a tough week of work and then I did something that really worked out that I was really proud of myself what? for, which is that... I made an appointment on Friday in the 
at the Korean spa. Yes. And I scheduled it so that I would be able to drive straight from work <gasps> to the Korean Ooh. spa. And it was heaven. 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 It was truly like, I was truly like, why don't I do this every Friday? Ugh. I went alone. I soaked in the tubs. Uh, if anyone in LA is looking for a Korean spa, I'm uh, people have their opinions. I love Wee Spa. Everyone loves Wee Spa. Wee Spa to me is just the best bang for your buck. It's just like perfect and big. And you can like, I think the most fun is floating around and it has mm -hmm. a roof, it has pools, it has everything. Um, but I soaked, soaked, soaked. Uh, I, and then I got a scrub, got my skin scrubbed Ooh. right off, got a great massage. I've never done the massage and scrub, um, which is, and then she like oiled me up and I was like oilier than I've ever been. Like I was like a little slippery seal trying to like, I like went upstairs to go eat in the little cafe and have like Korean food. And I was truly like sliding everywhere. Like, this lady greased my ass up. I was clothed, but I felt like everything exposed was just like covered in oil. Um, and it was great. I just like floated around. I, I like slept on the heated floor on one of the pads. Ooh. Like I actually fell asleep. I like went in, in the steam rooms. Like Felita just be there on a Friday night is also like a very interesting scene. Yes. Like in lots of groups of women, like <sighs> having a night. And I was like, I want to do this with my girlfriends, oh. but you have to be like down to all be very butt naked together. Yeah. But, um, I just loved it. And also families. It's like the thing I love so much is like these Korean families are there and it's like the most diverse group of people. And it was great. I was there for like three or four hours <gasps> on Friday. That's so nice. And I, had, I had said that I was going to do a midnight show at UCB and like halfway through my scrub, I was like, what was this plan? <laughs> I'm going to come out. Here, I'm going to come out of here like a noodle and then like <laughs> go do some drunk late night improv show. Can't do I was it. Like eh, not happening. Can't and I didn't. And I was asleep by 10. That's so nice. Were you, great. were you inspired because i went to the spa last week maybe that is why because i went to uh a spa and i saw dax shepherd yeah, wait, where did you go Burke oh yeah, that's right. you went to Burke williams that's right yeah i like clothing to be an option i fully get it and yeah. by the way i just want to be honest when i'm walking around fully naked in like the communal spa soaking tubs i am so aware of it yes i am like fully aware of my bush i'm looking at everyone's bodies i'm fascinated i am not like that's the way i think i like going is because i want to continue to like get cool with it but i'm yes. not like like not aware of my yeah. body parts like flapping and oh, flopping yeah. it's crazy so, feeling so, so like i mean yeah I, that's why I went. but anyway i saw dex shepherd and i like l did one of those things where i like looked to see am i seeing who i think i'm seeing and then he definitely looked up met my eyes and then i looked right back down at my article i was reading about lena donham uh <laughs> having sex with a bunch of men after her breakup well good for her good for her um and then his masseuse came to get him and she was like leading him around and he she let him like a, instead of taking the shortcut directly to the door she made him go around the long way so he thought he was going to go to the left towards another corridor yeah but that wasn't the case and so she yanked him back she goes no 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 whoa and it was very funny because like you could really see his body be like what like <laughs> <laughs> and he's just following like, this. i'm a relaxed noodle <laughs> yeah he not yet he not was yet. getting there but yeah. it was very funny to watch her be like no what this way <laughs> and i was like she makes me laugh i love the spa i live me spa. too all right should, should we, we get, get it? let's get into it we have so, so much news we Damn. also have a damn season premiere to cover 
Are you guys so excited? Oh my god! Are you oh my so excited? Are you sure excited? Okay, guys. This is Tristan wild. Thompson is the fucking gift that keeps on giving. <sighs> Chris cast him well. He was exposed for sliding into a 17-year-old's DMs. Oh, Tristan. And yeah, that's not illegal in every single state, but it looks bad. Buddy, it doesn't look great. This is like the Drake thing where it's like, I understand that like it's a platform to communicate with women, but like you are so fucking famous. What the fuck are you thinking? DMing people. Like DMing girls straight as yourself on these platforms it's to me. Crazy. How is there managers and stuff? I would be like, literally have your assistant do it. You yeah. who you can pay somebody who's not you. I don't know how this works out. So, um, the woman that he, this Instagram influencer Yasmin uh, Adelina posted screenshots of Tristan's DMs to her, uh, and let's see. And then someone asked, like, did they hook up? And she's like, no, I didn't. Otherwise, I would have posted it. Let's see. Where are her screenshots? Oh, I think it's it's truly, like, benign. It's just, like, he sends her, like, a purple heart. Yeah, right? I saw so, that. It's, like, not that juicy, but it is just, like, <laughs> buddy. It's, like, yeah, it's benign. It's just a purple heart. But, like, also... Tristan come Tristan. on this is a child and I like her for like having the like wherewithal to know that like hey let's not follow up no I'm 17 let's just let's just blow a spot let's up let's blow a spot up this will be good for me and now I'm the teen who the world's craziest man came for and I love that she wrote L O O O O O O O O O O O L oh I like that that's a good variation on an LOL laugh out 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 Good for her. She built some cred off of his bad choice. Yeah. So, and then someone asked her, "Did you reply to Tristan? Be honest." She's like, "No, I didn't. Otherwise, I would have posted it. Um, I could post other people if I wanted, but I don't usually do that. LOL. That one just shows how trash men are. Good for her. Learning early. But it is because it's like coming off the heels of this Jordan cheating scandal, and I also think it like really does add something to the narrative that this isn't Jordan. Jordan didn't like look for an in. Tristan probably took he he's the one that looked for the looked for the opportunity well, and, and i think it's hard for chloe to deny that now well exactly and it's like very it's the classic story of like it's why people reacted so much to the you are the reason yes you know my family broke up yes because it's like the culture of absolving men or being like well yeah he's a cheater and it's like but i yeah. trusted you it's like no 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 no, no, no. you are in a relationship yeah sure and that was her choice. She made bad choices. Yes. But also, it should that it is not a full even split at the very no. least is the no. craziest part. Nine. Speaking of Jordan, let's move it. This this was pretty big to me. Uh apparently, TMZ has a story that Ms. Jada Pinkett Smith of the mm. of Red Table Talk has unfollowed Chris Jenner, Chloe, and Kim on Instagram. I cannot believe it, but I do because I looked and it's true. Uh, I think this is, I look, I think this is really bold. I, I'm like loving I, that they're inserting themselves in a way that yes. is like pretty juvenile. I and start stupid. laughing out loud. Cause I just immediately thought Jade is crazy. Oh my God. What a crazy thing to do. That she, that somehow a scandal between Jordan Woods 
Tristan and Chloe now somehow involves Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, unfortunately, what it really means is there are conversations we're not privy to. Yes. There's a phone call made by a Kris Jenner to a Jada Pinkett, and it was not a good one. No. It was a very bad one. Will Smith got involved. Corey yep. Gamble was involved. Corey was there. There was a screaming, and there was a shouting, and they don't follow each other anymore. You're so right. Right? Like, yes. that's what it happened. It's not just like let me be petty i think it was well, like because it would have for it to happen this far out from the scandal tells me that and after the red table talk like that that wasn't like the day of you no, know yeah. it means that there has been to your point like some communication and then something snapped and then she's, jada was like fuck you jordan for she's life still following kylie and kendall mm, see i do feel like there is a divide that is and taking she shape. never followed chloe <laughs> oh sorry she didn't unfollow chloe she just never did <laughs> never did well smell you later but i really do think that like i love that will and jada are standing by jordan um it, uh, at this point she's not in that universe anymore she needs a new universe to hang on to and it's good that she has the the smiths yeah it's a powerful um, but group. But I do think, yeah, Jada's crazy. I, I think just think it's cuckoo. so funny that she's it's, a cuckoo lady. She is like, it is just couldn't be less about her. But what I do appreciate is that they're what they are saying is we are endorsing this woman in a moment yes. that everyone else is so quick to. Standing by And her. I think it mattered. Yeah. I think she would have become a much greater pariah had she not done Red Table Talk and didn't have the stamp of approval from that family. I actually really do think it yeah. helped a lot. I do think like from the initial response of Twitter that people could, people were leaning towards Jordan anyway yeah. of being on her side. Well, and especially think, after Chloe went nuts. And I think Jada was like, well, don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go have this conversation. And she just strikes me as like a mama bear you know yes. and that so it like it probably just like it feels like it fed into who and she it, already is she has these, she has a bunch of weird kids herself yeah she's she has her just little like, alien children we can't control anything these children do <laughs> they are strange and always have been yes they break up families who cares that's part of what children do yes i am jada when you have sexy children in la yes it's really hard to have sexy children in la what, okay. a, what a funny problem <laughs> having sexy children oh my god did you see this fun chloe yeah i have thoughts on it okay i'm curious so chloe um so chloe had one of her fans tweeted her um quote so i realized i have to work 20 hours in order to afford chloe kardashian jeans and i'm in love with them catch me picking up extra shifts which whatever yeah and then although that 20 hours is a lot and i would i would urge kaylin the person who tweeted it to rethink how she manages but whatever, whatever. treat yourself and chloe wrote oh this is so cute i'm so happy you enjoy them <laughs> and then people really went after chloe for this someone yeah. writes quote this is from fever dreamer sick she doesn't even realize how tone deaf sh this is because she's been rich her whole life lol being poor is so cute lol go fuck you <laughs> girl fuck you girl fuck you um, throw the whole damn woman out oh yeah wait what did someone say no that? i was yeah. just saying it myself uh, yes uh chloe i think it's nice she likes your jeans but picking up e extra shifts to be able to afford them isn't cute you should send her a whole box for even wanting them People were just like mad at Chloe for being very tone deaf and being like, sweet. But to be fair to Chloe, in an update, 
uh kaylin tweets i still can't believe my tweet got so much attention i've adored chloe kardashian for so long and i'm so thankful she took time out of her day to send me some amazing clothes i never once took her tweet to be anything other than positive my bulletin board says it all (laughs) and it just says bless beyond belief (laughs) and she sent her a bunch of jeans and skirts and stuff from good american uh so my take i'm curious what you think my take was that this was like really benign like i just was like yes in the world of things to um go after the family for and like i understand but like i I just think it was misreading the whole exchange like the girl was excited she meant it as a compliment she wasn't bummed she was like i mean for young people to have to work to save up for stuff even like and it's jeans are expensive have been expensive for a long time like i just sort of felt like this is just like uh, hating this this family and it's like it i don't it was very obvious to read the exchange that it was just like chloe was like oh that's so cute that you are that's so cute that you reached out to tell me that yeah and that means a lot and like i get it cute's not the best word like it could have been a better word but like to to make it some ivory tower thing i was just like look yes she is rich and out of touch we know that yes yes this exchange was not about that it's more you're right it's more benign than then yeah it's it's not that condescending it's a little condescending it's but a it's little not condescending, that condescending but i don't think that the intention was to condescend yes i think that it was like genuine and she sounds stupid and that's what happened and that it's like but it ended up being just like a cute little i mean the girl came I, out like a real winner you know what exactly what happened exactly was um Chloe got a little backlash from that tweet and she said over in FedEx, you send a carrier. Send a carrier. You get those clothes to her right Stat, now. Stare out. Stare out. <laughs> That's my Chloe voice from now on. Um, I just thought it was like not the, what it was. And yeah. it's where it's like, I mean, they're so savvy though at like, oh, the internet's mad. Okay, I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Chris Humphreys, the man who can't seem to shut up about the thing he swears ruined his life. Oh, boy. I guess it's at least a reason this time. He's retiring from the NBA. Wasn't he already? I mean, I was going to say. I thought he was like already a real estate agent. Who knew? Yeah, I thought he like, that was the whole thing last time is that he like was yeah like living somewhere anyways he's 34 he's retiring from the nba he wrote a personal an extremely personal essay for something called the players tribune uh talks about his love of basketball and brought up his very favorite topic in the world how his career took a turn after his failed marriage to mm-hmm. kim kardashian um my so he goes into the, all the stuff you know the relationship was 100 percent real i should have known what i was getting into i was naive Honestly, who hasn't fucking read these sound bites by now? Yeah. To me, it was just like, you are talking. First of all, she is married to someone else. It's She's crazy. about to have her fourth child with her. Like, take the fame piece out of it. If you are writing about your ex-wife who was remarried with four fucking children as often as he talks about her, like a normal person in the world would look psychotic. Like, yes. go get the fuck out of here, dude. She's not talking about you ever and it is the thing that i always bring up about relevance how like they brought that thing of like when they bring up the kardashians the people in their orbit bring shit up to just like headline grab because they can and it works although although in this premiere episode kanye does sort of reference 
Oh, that's true. We'll get to that. That's funny. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, God. We get to talk about Kanye in the episode. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, let's see. Where am I going to? Um, Kanye West is happy in L.A. Great. <laughs> Despite saying he'd move to Chicago. Obviously, Kim has shut that whole thing down about him Not wanting to move. happening. And he's been doing his spiritual service every Sunday. Also, that has been announced it's going to be at Coachella. Coachella. I also don't. There's so many elements of the Sunday service that I don't quite understand. When he announced, he like it was on instagram and they seem to be on a airplane yeah are they flying to a remote location every week to like go in the mountains like are they flying to a mountaintop i I don't know i have always assumed that they're like to wyoming maybe 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 i think that like i've always just assumed it's in like one of their calabasas hilly areas because that is after the rain what the hills look like but they could be going anywhere now that i saw all those people and I was like, oh, I don't think I understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think the whole Sunday service is a mystery. I do think that it's like um, in partnership. There was something I was reading that was like it. it's I think sneakily either connected to an album coming or like there's an Adidas sponsorship layer to it. That yeah. I forget. And it's like he by doing Coachella, wearing all the same clothing. So I imagine that it is like leading up to something, you know, it's not just for fun, but um, I don't understand the traveling location piece of it. I don't. It's, it's really just a mystery to me. I don't get it. But it would be, I mean, look, I have no interest in going to Coachella this year uh, or but, ever again, but that would be neat to see in oh person. Oh my God. That's like the one thing that I was like, well, this I was like, oh, I would go to that. So apparently Rob would like everyone to please stop creating all these falsehoods concerning Angela and I. They're Angela. getting along, apparently. He And he says in a note post, I love when people write a note Celebs and post it. Notes. I do it too sometimes, but I just think it's funny. It is funny. And it, he tweets, please read my message below. <laughs> Angela, the mother of my child, whom I have a wonderful relationship with, decided to drop the child support case because she felt it was in the best interest of our daughter. Reports of her wanting to have drinks was totally false. And her being late was in reference to a prior meeting concerning our daughter. Please stop creating all these falsehoods concerning Angela and I. I love how he really tries to be grammatically correct. By using concerning 700 times? Yes. Oh, boy. He's like, I'm going to law school. Angela, (laughs) whom I'm concerned shall not repeat. (laughs) What? I don't even really know this. She was late? I don't even know. Honestly, I don't think anyone has been talking about them. I love the idea of nobody was talking about them. And he's like, shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Stop talking about Angela. I think he just is excited because he doesn't pay child support anymore. I know. He's happy. Good for you, Rob. Also You're working just, it out. Just so happens that right below this um, article is the picture of Chloe at Diana Ross's seventy oh, fifth birthday party. <gasps> God, it, what a bad look! I it looks uh, insane. God, it was a bad look. We did get a. We'll have to save it because I don't think we have time. We got um, a listener email of someone who attended. <gasps> Oh, but maybe we'll get to it. And if okay. not, we'll save it for another time because it's juicy yeah, and it was right down the road and we totally slept on it. All the Kardashians were at Diana's birthday and like Leo in a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, he did not think he was going to be called on stage and Diana did him dirty. And Beyonce. Um, OK, what the, else we got? The last bit of news is that Kylie 
has taken a little break from filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians after the whole Jordan scandal. It's been a real struggle. She's found it difficult. Um, you just didn't want to deal with it or have to address it. And I just to say to that, she never is on the show. I know. What is I this? was like, oh, Kylie took a break. Is that like when Kendall takes a break? Yeah. These like, two are not main cast members. They are neighbors. They are neighbors. <laughs> I mean, I also, of course, if Kylie could take like has never wanted to be on the show. Doesn't she need stopped, to be. She stopped showing up to film her own show. <laughs> Of yeah. course she's not showing up when her best friend is part of a scandal. Why do I still have a small bit of hope that Life of Kylie. Kylie's going to come back? Because you have to hope, Marcy. You have to hope. God. I just want to see more of Stormy. I know. She's getting very cute and chatty. She's so cute. She's so cute. Okay, let's get to this oh my God episode. God, okay, because here's the thing. Now, anyone who's been listening knows this. We talk about it all the time. We have been we had been recapping vintage episodes. Guys, they were a half hour. We're back to the big behemoth hour long yes. season 16s. Uh, these guys are big meaty dudes. Yes. I forgot. I forgot but, that it tests my attention, but, uh, this was a, this was one that I was just excited about. I think about. we can still do them in the we'll more breeze. like breezy fashion that we were doing with we, the shorter ones. We got a breeze. We just can't spend all of our time. We can't recap all the scenes. Um, okay. So there's basically two storylines, yes. right? Or yeah. three. Okay. The smallest one is that MJ is lonely and Chris ignores her and Ugh, plays what with What a her heavy f- storyline to start the season with. He plays with their phone oh, and mj's like getting older and yes. it's like so rough and, and chris is just i loved seeing the life cycle the circle of life i mean of chris doing to her mom what her daughters do to her all yes. day of playing on their phones and pretending to talk to her mm-hmm. and then it, to watch chris pretending and just like fully distracted in front of mj oh yeah so sad and then scott being like you gotta hang out with mj i loved this use of scott i think this is scott's wheelhouse tending to the older women oh of the my cast. gosh flirting with old ladies is what scott is so good at give him a spinoff where he dates women in an old folks <laughs> <laughs> he's finally found it when they takes them out on little tea dates oh my god when they showed up to that tea shop where (sighs) the tea shop owner was like well i knew we closed for a private event (laughs) but i didn't know what it was gonna be (laughs) and they scott comes in with a black fur coat oh god so insane oh but also i like really had this in my notes like yes he's on tv he's getting paid to do it but like when they had their little date their first date at Mm -hmm. the tea shop like he is such a good listener when he like he is so good nowadays and especially it's in such stark comparison to the rest of the cast who is so distracted i mean i know that was the storyline of this is that he's like i'm listening i'm present but i was like he is a he has turned into a very good listener and he was like just the like acknowledgement and like how much he sort of like like helped shape the conversation but in this way that was like really empathetic and it was not patronizing an old woman no you know no because she's like still smart and funny yeah i think actually scott's always been a decent listener he's just a cheater and an alcoholic (laughs) yes there is that 
but he can listen to somebody yeah, like he's right. always been clever and like because he's probably one of the smarter people they have in their whole world i know right so but well, now we know his type and then chris said well i do feel bad now who cares? Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Um. Then, well, what was our other storyline? We have we have Chicago slash Rhyme Fest. Yes. Drama. Donda's house drama and for then, Kim and Kanye bringing on the biggest advent of the new season. Everyone's talking about it. Dual interviews. Kim and Kanye. When the show opened up. Oh my god. And I saw Kanye. And Kanye is speaking to a producer and he says, what is this called? And they said, an interview. interview. He didn't know that that was called. He's like, yeah, I decided I wanted to do an interview because I was watching The Incredibles <laughs> too, And they do this at the beginning of their movie. And I thought, well, his wife's got a big ass and so does mine. Next thing, I'm going to be able to fly. We're The Incredibles. <laughs> I feel like all of America collectively gasped. We were like, oh, so we're off to the races? I literally <laughs> laughed so hard. Oh and I just God. was like so happy to see him. And yes, I know there are people out there who are like, what is this guy's deal? But let me tell you, he... He's, he's like, love him or hate him, he's still a treasure. <sighs> he makes me happy. I mean, he makes so many people happy. And this, I'm, it's... So, I mean, he is part of the show this season. I am so thrilled. Historic mercy. I am so fucking thrilled We're about have the addition of Kanye. Like when we start actually seeing like Kim and Kanye like get into it. Oh and my it's gosh. So her real. Rolling her eyes behind his back is beautiful to me. Uh, what access. What a gift to give us this uh, late in the game. There is no reason really for them to give that to us well, other than like we want it well and pete kanye has had a reputation issue the past year that is very true it's, it's to and normalize I, him but i don't know that he would agree to do it unless yeah. he wanted to i think he wants to yeah i think he definitely wants to and i think the kids are on the show so much anyway that he's like well, yeah. why wouldn't i be yeah um and also like we have to remember the moment that we are picking up this season is at the same dinner they had last season Oh, at the end of their you're right it's, it's like they're all sitting around a table outside and mason in the in season 15's finale mason's telling kanye how excited he is about his music and yes. he was listening to it and they're all like you know sitting around the table laughing so and then cut to season 16 premiere kim and kanye kim whispers should we tell them and he's like, going to do it and then they announce that they're having children another child a Fourth boy baby. so like that is the same that's dinner. crazy good eye i didn't even piece it together i was watching up a, like a, a the whole the last two episodes into I, this. I was okay. like waiting got for, it for my still to come astute but and we we so we learn about the new baby not and a lot happening there just it is very funny though because kim is like i knew that i wanted a boy because i love saint so much he's like my favorite person evan ever and kanye is like i don't really think we should be like saying which kids are our favorite and she's like well, i'm not gonna tell them he's like there's a whole tv show they can watch and i was like kanye 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 you're breaking the fourth wall it's, and i'm here for he's it he's gonna test us he's gonna say so many gems we are going to be look we joked about how we could have 
have a whole Kanye podcast. And like if if he is as present in the episodes as he was in this <sighs> one, we will have so much Kanye to devour. He's doing this thing to her because like she they're going to Chicago. They're going to go to Donda's house to visit his mom's house. The actual up, house. The actual house that then became uh, the center for a foundation that he ended up giving over to this person, Rhymefest, mm-hmm. who Kim had a Twitter feud. This all feels very deja vu to us because yes. we covered about it. this like almost exactly a year ago. So long ago. So, so they're going to the scene of the crime. And this is truly, if you think about the timing of this, and I think that's why I brought up that the dinner was at the same time. This is the same like within like week and a half of the TMZ yes. outburst. Oh shit. So I think people I think if you're watching it you're not taking that contextually because yeah. it just feels like why is Kanye on this like Buddhist rant? Right. And it's like that's part of it. He's he's on this Ramped kick up. of like we we are all on the love train. I love everyone. And Kim is so frustrated with him. Yeah, you can feel it. In this trip to Chicago, they have North with them, but none of the other kids. And she is just very, like, she's like, I'm not going to be nice to Rhymefest if Mm-mm. I see him. I, I'm, I just can't be. And he's like, I don't need to hate him. And she's like, well, you could do it. And she's like talking in a way that is very like, I have to babysit him. Well, I there have to is take this, care of like, him. There's a lot of like inherent patronization which is really tough and it looks like we'll explore it like more in the season but you know she pretty i i was pretty shocked by how plainly she laid it out in terms of like protecting him yes and that she really believes that there is no bun nobody to watch and we have watch her have this conversation with chris later on or in the episode where she says it and it's like it's so intense like she really is protecting in a sense this like fragile genius but truly this is like coming within the, a week and a half two weeks after the tmz stuff and yeah. the and the wearing trump hats like this is all right on the heels of that so wow, that is really crazy to remember she is letting him know i'm doing this i'm mad because i'm trying to hold you down yeah i'm trying to keep your feet on the ground and he's like i understand that and i love like you could tell it's a tense moment it's tense i saw some people talking about like oh my god do they even love each other i think what you're watching is a cup is a is a family in a hard spot and you're watching kim be the backbone there i think it is like beautiful communication where he's like i that moment where she's like she says that and he's like I'm not upset. It shows me how much you care about me. It was, I was like, oh, also I did find that to be a man trying to not be in trouble with his wife. Sure. That was one of those conversations. Absolutely. But also like coming from a family where like my parents did have like actual real fights in front of us. Like yeah. that were like, you know, you fucking idiot kind of fights. And they're not screaming. They're yeah. just like really expressing themselves. They might scream off camera, but yeah. maybe, but even still like sometimes that's part of a relationship. Yeah. Especially a long one. That's going to, ha- that's going to happen have ups and downs and they're have they're in a down moment yeah and it's kind of amazing that we get access to Kanye for the first time in such a down moment it's insane I did really like as they're driving through Chicago and North is looking at Lake Michigan <laughs> she says oh, I saw a dolphin oh and Kanye God. looks at her and he's like oh that's so awesome baby and Kim just rolls her <laughs> eyes in the back because she didn't see a dolphin because no. it's Lake Michigan no she did not oh my god north in this episode is so cute just sitting there looking around i like the air here yes oh, she's so sweet just like what she oh, but mostly she's so happy to not have her siblings around oh my god the queen she's just like i don't have to share anyone it's just me and my cool and crazy she gets parents both of them and I i'm know. sure that's very rare and we get this really powerful scene 
of showing North the house he grew up in. And it's a really small, modest house. And it's like, and I, it really struck me, you know, like I I think we forget. It doesn't mean that they don't, they can't connect obviously, but like that's a big deal for North to see. And to remember that like Kim has always been wealthy. Yes. Kim grew up in wealth. Kim grew up in big, big, big houses. And Kim has never, had has never gone without and has always been a socialite in some sense and it's important to remember both in terms of kanye's career and just who he is that he where he came from you know and it certainly wasn't like a terrifying the terrifying projects but like it's super modest and it's a a, certainly a lot more like how a lot of the country and the world grows up yeah and i was like this is really cool to bring your daughter here and remind her because she will grow up shrouded in so much wealth and so much privilege those kids will be so privileged and everyone will want a piece of them and to remember that kanye really is self-made they show that flyer so and he's like the opener and it's like the 17 year old newcomer newcomer kanye west and i was like jesus you forget that like when somebody made it they made it on their own yeah it's amazing it's like a truly inspiring thing but like it's easy to get caught up in like kim kanye kardashians like the universe of it but to be like oh this was a this is a guy in his 40s who as a teenager started rapping and like did it yeah and now is like anyways i was very moved by it yes. i was like oh my god what an and astonishing also, like, thing kanye does say a bunch of crazy things in this episode like uh about like he's very like zen buddha and it's really you could tell it's just wearing on kim kim's i mean we see it coming it looks like we're gonna get more in the season of kim yeah. kim being very over it and you really see it in this episode uh, so then we you know finally have this thing where rhyme they're a couple months later they're back in la yeah and cut to two, two, months, two months later and rhyme fest comes over to the house and they have this sort of like summit to talk about like the miscommunications and it, what happened it's very nice how the scene opens where she's like well i've been opening myself up to be more forgiving <laughs> <laughs> and by the way i thought this scene was fascinating because she was so present like Mm -hmm. she didn't just let it be about the two of them and you can tell to your point it says so much to do with her like managing Kanye in this moment you know that she's like which is what is tiring and must be hard for her as like another person to take care of and the question is who is taking care of Kim yes some might ask but like she's she's really like managing that whole conversation and speaking so much for Kanye now there is a really nice turn in the scene so well just to go through it like remember the Twitter feud guys Uh, it was a long time ago but basically Rhymefest accused Rhymefest accused Kanye of turning his back on the kids of Chicago Mm. and then Kim kind of came to Kanye's defense on Twitter and was like you are misconstruing this whole situation she said like on the show that it was more that Kanye was having financial issues and couldn't financially show up and so they cut to the scene two months later and they're getting into it and they're really like Ryanfest is laying out like how he felt like he was dropped by by Kanye and His blah friend. blah blah but there's so this moment where Kim is like that is not what happened though and she is explaining to him and then Kanye like they come in as a team and yeah. Kanye and Kim are almost like talking in unison but saying slightly different points yeah and it's very nice because they were both going in on him yeah about how that's not what happened and if you did have a problem because uh, like apparently Rhymefest said that Kanye because he, he, oh he was like well Kim 
one of my assistants was rude to Rhymefest and Kim was like, if one of Chloe's assistants was rude to me, do you think I would stop talking to Chloe? Do you think that's how we handle shit? It's so great. No, I don't care. God, and it I was very her. real. It was a very real and business person. She's like, she you knows hate. herself so well. Yes. And also she knows to call bullshit on that person. Yeah. Like, like that is that to might be his, uh, revisionist history of why he's upset, but that is not the truth of how it got here. Mm-mm. And she says it to his face and he goes, you're right. I did. I could have called you I directly. Handled it. I could handle it differently. <sighs> she's good because i feel like she was like i'm so fucking mad but she is a real boss because you could tell when she gets mad she gets accurate when she gets mad she does not doubt herself she gets so and it's rad sure i wish i like need to learn from it she She really is she has like that lawyer in her that brain of like here is my case here are the facts and it's so striking if they're not true it's really hard to prove they're not true she just commits to her perspective in ways and which is why like when we've ever disagreed with her it's so frustrating because she doesn't waver and she so rarely apologizes and so rarely acknowledges mistake and so it's like the very same thing that drives you crazy if you're a fan of her yeah but it was like a a really nice moment i think of watching a couple not be a perfect couple but like be a couple that's working i mean look love them or hate them I think it, it would be hard to argue that there is they are one of the more fascinating couples you could yeah. think of. And I think we can all say that like, even if they don't always perfectly align with like each other and, and like maybe he fucks up or she fucks up, whatever it is, like we all know couples who seem perfect. And then when they when the, when their shit falls apart, you can't believe it. And it's devastating. Yeah. And then we all know the couple that's like. Yeah, that does bicker and has their shit but guess what they are like there for each other mm-hmm. and that's who they, and they are they also don't really give a fuck like if what you think of their shit yeah. they're like we're working on our stuff i think they are doing the real couple thing like yeah. they're really doing it I and i so really too. want them to make it forever. we really want them to make it all right but, but speaking of uh, there's a third storyline i forgot about yes i forgot no i went to the c story first okay i didn't even i saw my notes the- and i was like no, the big the b story yeah yeah i forgot oh my god i'm How not used you... to a third storyline well that's why it's so crazy because we have we've Eunice been in... and chloe broke up how long ago oh who even remembers him that's why these are such um disconnected stories from each other because they were happening at different times yes these are, so this is happening a couple months apart i believe yeah right the palm springs house happens later yeah yeah because kim and kanye going to chicago but anyway yeah so eunice and courtney are broken up newly and, single and chloe is gonna prove to courtney <laughs> that you don't need no man to be happy she's getting a girl's trip i was like dying over this girl's trip because it was like they asked to take her as like a fun thing and then like they go out to the mansion that chris bought oh my god it this was fucking house fucking thrilling to see that palm springs house that house is a goddamn dream i feel honored that they even let us let know us see it oh my god oh i could get there we could go i could find it you could ask so many people in palm springs is a small town oh my god we could easily find it oh my god we, we could, could scale right the walls oh, we, we could get in that pool i love chris jenner just being like i bought a thing and then they get to it and it is just it truly looks like a fancy resort god they have more money than they 
could possibly it's know what to beautiful. do with. It's such a beautiful and like it also like maybe it doesn't look it kind of looks like a little stark. Yes. But that is very Palm Springs. People either do too much and they put leather couches. No, which, it was perfectly done. You don't, don't put a leather couch in Palm Springs. Don't ever Guys, do that. It's too hot. It's too hot. I, but it was just very funny to me that even the vibe like it ended up being fun. But like that moment in the car where they were like we gotta have fun because look we're doing this for you chloe no one else in this car is single and i was like fuck you bitches also is that really have we learned nothing as women taking care of our broken up friends to acknowledge like what could be fucking ruder than pointing out no one else gives a shit about this we don't relate to you we do not connect with your life stage and i was taking time out of our busy schedules and our people that we're, we're away with. from our partners to celebrate you i will say though that it is some shakespearean style foreshadowing for chloe i know oh boy the Ugh. way she talks about not needing a man and having fun on your own and just getting back out there and break up but it's it's truly like it's the coming bard himself wrote this <laughs> irony and it is it's amazing to watch it's it truly is crazy there's a great candle cameo. We had a kid. I mean, look, the, the when the, I, we forget that when they get turned, it is so fun. Also, I love how much cleared they got on this episode. They got a lot of music cleared. Yeah. So they like called the guy whose song that is. <laughs> what song was it? I it don't was the I'm in love with the Coco. Yes. And they called the guy OT Genesis. Yeah. I guys, I guess we that's said it as old and as white as we as could. I acknowledge it and it <laughs> happened. But um, no, it's great because first they're kind of giving like Courtney a hard time because she's talking about her fucking breakup and she's yes. like she's doing it how she wants to do it and they're to like the only person sucks. who will listen to her which is the gay man they brought with them. yes and they were like and mm-hmm. he's like I get it I, I get had it. my heart broken by men too and all the other girls are like we don't know that we're happy right now we can't foresee anything happening that's negative in our relationship <laughs> thank god we'll never be single again <laughs> no and like they're they're like pissed at Courtney for by the way if your friend's going through a breakup and it's immediately after just let her be let them be let them be how they are if they're not being shitty or mean or crappy yeah anyways I was really like not liking the way there was this like so much like expectation on the person who's supposed to be getting like supported and it's like hey she's fucking she's here she's sad she's moving through it yeah if you plan a trip to cheer your friend up and your friend isn't cheered up you don't get mad at them for not being cheered up because you you, decided you planned the trip when they were sad that is such an expectation when someone is like in a tough spot but chloe now that being said i might go do my own thing <laughs> maybe i wouldn't be concerned about her crying in the pool yes, I just let but you would happen. at least have gotten the credit for having done it i'd be like well i'm gonna go inside and play a little scrabble while they bring out this karaoke machine and it's great because we get this reference to how chris jenner is the queen of drunk karaoke oh, and it has oh this, those the great clips of her just with kyle richardson oh my god i forgot how funny those are and the morally corrupt Faye resnick the morally corrupt 
I was going to say bankrupt, but you're right. Could be. I don't remember. Either way, it's perfect. Um, And they get out this karaoke machine and then suddenly they're all very hammered. Yeah. And it was giving me such Palm Springs flashbacks. Oh my God. They just started behaving like they used to behave where yeah. Courtney is being lifted out of like into the air by Chloe. Everyone's picking Courtney up like a little doll. And Kendall shows up and she's in a thong and they're like ripping her on. Like she's like crawling on the floor looking Dragging her straight around. into the camera. And it is the most funny imagery and it really made me think about when my girlfriends and I get together and like we really cut up me too it really was one of those moments where you just like everyone's so drunk we're getting physical everyone's getting crazy butts are like shaking everybody's like scream singing and like videoing each other and it's like genuinely super fun they're taking fucking tequila shots Uh, Uh, I saw in one of those crowd shots I saw a little hidden Steph Shep did you I in a tequila shot it was oh. very quick Steph Shep was there okay I didn't I might have clocked her but I was also watching older episodes before so I knew she's just been around I mean but I just like a sighting there was like a fun moment where Scott talks to Courtney about Eunice and he's like well thank god that thing's over oh I missed that yeah I think it might be Courtney even retelling that Scott was like "Ugh, thank god yes <laughs> like and I love the idea that she and Scott are close enough that like she even like Instead of being like, what a dick, she's like, yeah, even Scott understood that that guy wasn't good for me. I think Eunice was bad. I think we underestimated and I felt like the family really hated him. And like, I think that he must have been bad news. Yeah. That's like the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. Like that they won't really drag him, but that there was something weird and like, like controlling, which we kind of knew because he shamed her. Remember For for the cute butt pic? I mean, and let's just, while we're on it, let's just talk about that body. It just won't quit. Yes, she's... I mean, look, if you're going to be suddenly single and you're in your late 30s and you have to film a TV show, what a way to do it. I mean, it's a shame that some bodies look like that. It's crazy. And then some don't. What a thing to just and have. And that's what we call good. <laughs> And it is. It's good. But it still hurts me. Oh, it hurts my feelings. It hurts. It hurts every. It should hurt everyone's feelings. Like it's when a, she walks out on the patio, like chomping a chip or whatever in her bikini, it is so brutal. Yeah. Which is how every bathing suit scene, scene with any of the girls are. But you're just like, I was. I had this thought where I was like, God, it's crazy. It's too bad that um, Chloe claim denim like did the denim line because chris jenner should have started a denim line being like chris's good jeans oh because chris jenner's jeans you know what that could be a subset like chris jenner's jeans are the fucking best jeans in historically tall thin model curvy curvy hips and butts for days yeah how did her dna well okay well we're really not talking about their surgeons at all i know i know i know wait can i just say this that i was hanging out with one of my dear friends uh just over the weekend and she was showing me like a potential wedding dress yeah and i was maybe a couple bottles deep a couple bottles we drank two bottles of wine (laughs) and she was showing me this dress and it's a very nice dress. And the model, like, it was, like, a, a view from, like, the, one of those models looking over her shoulder mm, back at the camera. Very common in wedding photography, Very too. common. And I just, before I could even think, uh-uh. I said, you need to get butt pads. Oh! And she said, what if I just showed up with the body that I have? And I was like, 
or you could really get some fake butts. And I was like, look, a lot, if you were wearing, I was like, the silhouette of this dress just begs for a big old butt. And she's like, my butt's big. I was like, look, it's great. But if you're wearing, you a, if you're wearing a sweetheart neckline, you got to push them titties up. Yes. And if you're wearing something that is very tight on your behonkus for a wedding, because most things, most things are loose and have fabric in the back or like yours was very low in the back. And like, you know, you have your things, but like it is truly like it was showing it was silhouetting a very showcasing yes and the i was bahonkas. like and then she you know it hurt her feelings for a moment and then we started looking at some butt pads and <gasps> i might have talked her into oh it. my god marcy it was just a drunk thing and i didn't i was like your butt's great and fine but i mean let's just face it wouldn't it be fun, fun. to be photographed in some having a big i was like wouldn't you don't you just want to be thick one day because she's a very thin woman i was like don't you just want to be thick I mean, just be thick just for your wedding thick. day. Get a little butt pad. I was like, this is bad. I, I was like, well, it's not like we're wedding dress shopping. You just showed me a picture, and I I'm feel drunk. Like you, you have all the self awareness. You suggested, and you'll accept her as also, she is. Should we all wear butt pads? I want to buy some. I know where to. Okay, let's talk. It's off, called let's talk offline. Lovemybubbles.com. <laughs> that's my favorite um thing that happens a lot in an office is that if somebody starts saying something that people don't like on a meeting they go uh marcy can we uh let's just take this offline <laughs> you know we can chat about that offline <laughs> and it's always key to like shut up shut, shut up shut up shut up i would never pick up those cues or i'm too embarrassed like mm, great question um i can answer that offline for you <laughs> so we'll talk butt pads offline well i, I love my you. bubbles i love my, love love just love my bubble.com <laughs> or bubbles anyway let's get them good plug and they should absolutely sponsor us (laughs) oh my god but yeah so that's it right that's it it seems like it's i mean i think it's gonna be very very late episodes before we get any chloe stuff but yeah she is really paving the road for her own damnation right like she's laying it brick by brick to to be like to let her to eat her own words yeah i think we're gonna have a lot of slow build a <sighs> lot more like mj and scott tea date so the more of that kind of meat of the episode we better get more kanye stuff i think we will i, I think clearly it. they're using it wisely as a platform to try to normalize him even though he's absolutely out of his fucking mind especially at that moment in time i mean that that incredibles thing god i lost my mind it made me laugh so hard it's and i was so like so funny it's really funny how many <laughs> he arguments he related to mr incredible because of <laughs> this is incredible's big, big five with the big what <laughs> she goes to love my um <laughs> but yeah i it's it's interesting to me how many times a week i'll get enough argue or, or just a, a an impassioned debate with someone about how kanye's not the worst Ugh. and he's hard to truly defend and back like he doesn't make it an easy argument he's not making it easy but But that's where you and kim relate that's our i'm like look no one is perfect and there are a lot of men out there who do a lot worse so compare and then you're like oh boy i'm losing this one already it's a it's a rough start (laughs) 
But look, we're going to get a lot of Kanye. I cannot believe it. We got double interviews. When we get a chance, I'm going to talk about it next week. There's a great article in New York Times this week about the Kardashian women as like the CEOs of their world. It's great. And I want to talk about it a little bit, but it's long. But um, if anyone hasn't checked it out, go check it out. You can just search Kardashians on NewYorkTimes.com. And it's all about how they run their businesses. But it also does talk about Kanye quite a bit. And it's fascinating about his. It's basically saying like. People don't get really know how much he has behind the scenes been shaping the show the last few seasons. Yeah. And it goes in the specifics of like the opening credits, the music, yeah. how they light the confessions, um, confessionals. Like there's all it has all this great stuff about like his and it's there's this like very kind of like dry quote from one of the EPs that's like Yes, Kanye has a lot of opinions about the production of the show. <laughs> I was like, I bet this guy hates it. They so were like, much. you know, it was e- easy breezy 10 years. And then he comes along <laughs> and all of a sudden. No, but it's great. Um, guys, we're back. We're back in biz. We're doing it. We're off to the races. The season has started. Uh, we release new episodes every Wednesday. You know that. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review us. We've gotten so many lately. Um, thank you guys for those. They're so sweet and fun and I swear to God someday we'll read them um, check out our Twitter and Instagram um, you guys can message us also on those um, we love to chat uh, I was <laughs> never mind forget it uh, like our Facebook page email us corrections comments and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit guys bye And we host Everything is Rent, a podcast about the Broadway musical Rent. Every week, we're joined by a hilarious guest to talk about one of Rent's 525,600 songs. We'll answer questions like, is Rent the best musical of all time? Has Rent aged well? Are they not going to pay Rent? The answer to all these questions is yes. That's Everything is Rent on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.